I feel like if there was ever a tailor-made episode for you specifically, <laughs> Doc Al, <laughs> it would probably be this one. Uh, you're not wrong. I mean, usually I'm not, but... <laughs> we are... We're mashing up two things that you... Held dear in my heart. Yeah, exactly. Very much enjoy. Mm-hmm. So we're here to talk about... To talk about Al's favorite things. A few of her favorite things. <laughs> Here on episode number 76 of the season, let me check up. Oh, VA. <laughs> I was wondering how long you keep that going. I mean, I could have gone longer. I was just like, you know, there's a lot. Sure. There's sure. A lot. Hey, don't, sure. don't, do not doubt my lung capacity. <laughs> Please. Anyways, this is a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al herself and Lady M. The Musou Queen is here. And we are here to talk to you about the Zelda Musou (laughs) Hyrule Warriors. Definitive edition at this point. Yeah, however many other titles it's had by (laughs) at this point. Uh, Hyrule Warriors, Hyrule Warriors Legends, and Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. Which coincide with the Wii U release, the 3DS release, and then now the Switch release. Correct. Correct, Amundo. That's what we're going to discuss today. I mean, you know, I find it kind of brazen that Nintendo would be like, you know, we're releasing this game again on Switch. And we're going to call it the Definitive Edition, but quite frankly, they already released the Definitive Edition, and it's called the original 3DS version of the game. <laughs> Where four people can be on the screen at once. Four people can be on the screen at once. It runs at 10 frames per second. <laughs> it looks like a PS1 game. <laughs> it is the Definitive Edition. It's the only version you need. Why would you ever want to buy the Wii U version? I mean, no one bought a Wii U, so of course they're not going to buy it there. You don't need to buy it on Switch. I mean, there's other games you could buy on Switch. You don't need a new 3DS. You just need a 3DS. And you've got the Definitive Edition. Wow. <laughs> it it this game is very weird when you're playing it and like on in like actual hardware that makes it actually run kind of okay. <laughs> <laughs> and not run like hot garbage. Like a potato. Like a potato. And you can actually like see people in front of you that's not just like a foot in front of you (laughs) and they're not just like popping in constantly it's mind-blowing it's like wow this technology it's amazing welcome to the actual experience (laughs) i'm going to lead off here with a question that is it may be a tough question okay we have covered the warrior series in the past Mm-hmm. With a specific other Nintendo crossover game. Fire Emblem? Yes. Which do you think is the... Okay. Putting aside your, your preconceived notions and biases and... <laughs> My all, biases. And, and loves for the franchises that are associated with this. Which is the better game? Hyrule or Fire Emblem? In terms of Warriors games. Um... We only ask the tough questions here on the SAC OVA. Uh, Can I give you my answer before you answer? So you have a little sure. bit more time to think? I think Fire Emblem is a better game. Do you? I, I want to know your reasons. Well, I think it, it helps as well that it's like been, what, three years since in between those two games? So they had more time to iterate on things, make it a little bit more polished. I think... The menus are a lot better in Fire Emblem. Like, there's still some like weirdness to the menus in Hyrule Warriors. Like, that was from the original game, to where like some of them are a little like less counterintuitive than you would like want. And I think like some of like the those the kind of like the slight strategic elements they added to Fire Emblem to to coincide with that game made it like a little bit more fun to have like oh if I'm playing as a sword character I'm going to have some trouble with like this other weapon type character and like that's not necessarily here in Hyrule Warriors and this is a weird thing to like complain about but like 
I'm kind of bummed that like they don't have the the performance visual option that Fire Emblem did to where like you could you could make it either look better or make it run better. Oh. It makes sense like this doesn't because you know it's a re- it's a remaster of an older game, so like obviously it probably would be a lot harder to throw the stuff in there. But I'm not discounting Hyrule at any at any point. Like I still think it's a good game. I just think Fire Emblem was like the better game in this instance. But it, but obviously it's the newer game, so they've had more time to make things better. But that's my two cents. Yeah, I see your point. But probably for someone like you, like, you know, just the the amount of fan services in Hyrule is going to win out. Yeah. I, that makes sense. And I mean, it it's... I wish the Wii U and the 3DS versions had, like, time played on them. Because it would be way too much. <laughs> it would be so much. And that's the thing is that, like, I've already, I think, probably come close to how much time I've put into Fire Emblem, like, into this... Um, I can't confirm that because my system is across the room, but... But, I mean, we at least least played Fire Emblem for, like, at least 40 hours. Yeah, I think mine's, like, around 45 or something. And, I mean, that's that's a lot for a Musou game. Right, yeah. Um... And just considering how how invested you are in, like, these characters, this world, (laughs) like, it makes sense that you would be, like, super wrapped up in in this game. Mm Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm a, I'm a... Fire Emblem fan as well, just True, yeah. not to the extent of how big of a fan I am of Zelda. Right. Um, and I mean, I've spent like I have like thirty percent of the adventure map done, and then I have almost the entirety of Legend Mode done. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the Switch version, and the Wii U version, it's pretty much like at least the first adventure map is pretty much maxed. The entirety of Legend Mode is max, um, but some of the other maps were not. In the 3DS, I didn't finish all the maps. Um, which, which we should say, this is your third time buying this game. <laughs> it is my third time buying this game. Um, yeah, it, it's a problem. But, um, I mean, personally, I think I like this one better, but I can see, like, from a technical standpoint, why you would say that Fire Emblem is better. Right. Um Really, I think like the difference is not that. No, huge. They, no, I don't think they are. Like, like I think my main issue with this is that like I think adventure mode is not explained well, and I had that, that problem on the 3ds, and that problem is still here when I'm playing the Switch version. So, just like how it works, or like yeah, the items, or like the, the way that it's like laid out, where it's like you know. You know, if you get an A rank on this with this character, you get a heart piece. If you do this, you'll get this item. And then if you find these things, you'll get these little treasures. You basically have to find that out yourself. Because, like, they don't really do a good job of explaining, like, what all that means. Okay, that makes sense. And just, I guess just the way, like, you move around the map and stuff, I don't think it's, like, the best. Because, like, it, it basically hides most of the map at first. And then, like, you expand things out, obviously. But... I just feel like it could have been done better, especially especially with that aesthetic. Like there are th- there are parts of that where it's it could have been better. And I look at like what they did with Fire Emblem, and it's like that's probably like the better way to do that. But like it makes more sense for that game. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that it kind of goes with like the different styles of correct. Yeah. The games, because Fire Emblem looks like a straight up Fire Emblem game in the mm-hmm. in the like adventure mode, basically. Mm-hmm. And then this one, um, like the first adventure map is the Legend of Zelda. It's Zelda One. Yeah. And there's so, parts. I mean, of, it's there's parts of that as well where like you'll go on a space and I'll be like, hey, you need to if you want to do this thing, you need to search. Yeah. But I can't search on that space. Why? It doesn't let me. <laughs> you have to have a compass. See, this is a thing they could have explained. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes in the um, like loading screen, it'll tell you. 
like what each thing does. It's a bad place to put those. It is, but um, I think they give you like a little bit of explanation at the beginning. But yeah, you have to use a compass to search and then it'll tell you like, here's a suspicious spot. And then um, you use like a variety of items on that spot, depending on what it is. Like if it's a tree, then you use a candle and it burns. Yeah, it. I've done that. But like there's other places as well where it's like, oh, you need to search here. But like it just does not let you. Or at least it didn't let me. So I don't know. It's confusing. <laughs> Makes me feel dumb. Aww. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 interesting. I think as a as a whole, like there's interesting like things like they do with that where, you know, like they go through like the gambit of of games that from just the entire catalog of the series where. I mean, they don't put the Zelda 2 map in there, and that's a real bummer. Because <laughs> it could have been cool. Like, you just do the overworld map and, like, just change the, the style entirely of, like, how those maps work. They missed out. Like, there's, there, there should be more Zelda 2 stuff in this game. Incredibly disappointing. I miss the, uh, the like, Zelda 1, Zelda 2 skin that link had um i think i'll probably get it like through adventure mode i'm not sure yeah but it was dlc and um, i I missed it but i have ponytail breath of the wild link right now and i'm totally fine with that can i say at least like another thing that weirds me out about adventure mode sure when they when you go into that for the first time they do like the 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 same like legend of zelda like scroll of the story and they don't make the text like 8-bit looking but it's modern looking (laughs) It's it's jarring. <laughs> it's like this isn't no, this is not right. This doesn't belong here. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. It's weird. I really didn't think about it. <laughs> but yeah, that's just me. I'm a weirdo. But other than that, it's it's a it's a it's a warriors game. That's the that's the main point of this. <laughs> it is definitely a Musou game, um, and I mean, generally the point is go in and kill as many dudes as humanly possible. The Musou experience, yeah. It's it's such a wonderful experience. I've done a few maps where I literally just kill every single enemy on on the screen. Like every single one of them must die. That sounds exactly like you. Yeah. I don't do it every single time, but sometimes, especially like, it would take a while. And especially like if somebody did something on, on that level that like makes me mad, (laughs) then I just go into like rage mode and just decide that everyone was going to die. Oh my God. (laughs) I used to do that with Dynasty Warriors as well, but I, I, I am not surprised. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing that I do that if like something irritating happens, I'm just like, all right, you know what? <laughs> You're all just going down. I mean, it's a good thing to give you an hour to go through those missions. So, yeah, that that helps. <laughs> you certainly have the time. So, like we said, this originally came out on the Wii U in 2014, which would have been September for us. Oh, that uh, makes sense because I was living in Alexandria then. And then was brought over to the 3DS as Hyrule Warriors Legends in March of 2016 for us. And then now here on the Switch as the definitive edition that includes all the DLC and all that stuff. And you don't have to like do the the weird transferring characters over from 3DS to Wii U and all that stuff. Uh, on the Switch, May 18th, 2018. So just this last Friday. The day I graduated. The day you graduated. I mean, some people didn't get the game on Friday, so. Yikes. Yikes. It wasn't Hyrule Warriors' fault. It It was. It was Oops' fault. Well, not even Oops' fault. It was more Amazon's fault for being like, oh, no, we can't ship it until the day comes out. Yeah, that's dumb. It's very dumb. But, uh, yeah, like like we said, this game's been out for a while, so, like, this is... It's nothing new, but it's a good way to like include all the DLC that was that was released from the uh, the other two versions and just throw it all into a package on well, Switch. And again, 
nobody had a Wii U except for like True. us. So. <laughs> and, also, and also they did add in some like Breath of the Wild costumes for Zelda and Link. So. So good. Some new stuff has been added. Um, like I said, I run around with Ponytail Link all the time now. Um, although there's one thing that's really funny when um, when Breath of the Wild Zelda opens a chest, her like tunic kind of like clips through, so she has like a weird blue crotch for a moment. <laughs> um, so that's kind of strange, but uh, also they maintain the booty from Breath of the Wild. I was real pleased that, about that. I was worried. <laughs> Nintendo's like gives them a memo. It's like maintain the booty. We specifically gave her the booty in Breath of the Wild. You cannot remove the booty. I mean, if anyone is going to do that, it would be Team Ninja. Remove the booty? No, not remove the booty. Oh, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> Team Ninja would probably just like inflate her boobs a bit. <laughs> it is kind of surprising that this is a Team Ninja game and there's only like one character that looks like a Team Ninja style character. Yep. Out of the, well, out of the ones that they made for this game specifically but yeah should we talk about the story that's weird sure because it's weird. That's weird yeah i mean it's it's kind of <laughs> let me try again <laughs> it is kind of like reverse neck beard but <laughs> it works uh so so i we've both played through this i played through this on the 3ds whenever that came out i think i finished it up like last year because you started playing it again i was like i'll, I'll play this again and then, obviously, you've already gone through it because you had a little bit more time with the game, and it's you, so. It's me. I didn't sleep. <laughs> so you're probably going to have to lead discussion about the story here. Okay. Um, I don't remember a lot of it. I mean, it's, it's pretty basic for the most part. Like, it starts out with an attack on, well, it starts out with Zelda having a premonition about an attack, and she tells Impa, and Impa's like, okay, well, we gotta start finding the hero. We gotta find Jongup. <laughs> we gotta find Jongup. <laughs> and so, um, no one's gonna get that. Nope. <laughs> and so Zelda and Impa are, like, walking along the castle, and she looks down at the training yard, and Impa's like, mm, there's no there's no heroes there, don't worry about that. They're, they're all still noobs. And Zelda, like, eye connects with Link after he destroys somebody. Uh, and she's like, maybe him. It's, and it's, honestly, like, it's what? That scene is very much like an anime where it's like the homeroom and everyone is very normal looking and then there's Link. Yeah, because everybody else has like helmets on and he's like, no helmet, long blonde hair. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, so anyway, um, there's an attack on Hyrule and everybody's like, well, crap, we gotta, we gotta go and fix this and all the trainees are like well we're not going to get involved and link grabs a sword and runs off into the battle and as you do yeah exactly so anyway he he um gets through the battle and impa is like man you're great maybe you do deserve this stuff and she gives him the tunic which by the way zelda is missing at this point um because wizro launched a surprise attack and she pieces so, out she pieces out. Um, it's thought that she is taken. But if you played Ocarina at time, you know what happened to her. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> um, we soon meet a mysterious ally. A mysterious ally. So anyway, Impa it gives him the green tunic and the sweet scarf. Which, like, that scarf needs to be in more games because it's beautiful. Uh, so anyway, he's the hero now. And they're running, and they meet Sheik. Wonder who Sheik could be. Mysterious ally. And which hey, then go ahead. This game is already better than Ocarina because you get to play as Sheik. It's true. Sheik is <laughs> that's going to people off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Sheik is fantastic though. Like Sheik is super yeah. fast. Plays with the. Harp. Yep. So they hear about uh, a magic wielding girl in a tree, and so like maybe that's Princess Zelda. We'll go there, and then they find Lana, who is a blue-haired sorceress, and she is fighting back against um, 
forces who are trying to destroy the Great Deku Tree, which you don't do. That's rude. It's true. Don't do it. Um, and so now we have like our, our mostly main cast together. And we find out that Sia is our like big bad at this point. And Lana originally says that they're from the same tribe, but then she amends herself and says that they are the same person, mm-hmm. which is okay. And basically what happened is that Sia was a sorceress of sorts and she was watching over the land and she saw Link and essentially fell in love with him immediately. It's like, look at that scarf. Who doesn't? Well, no, she fell in love with him before the scarf. Look at that hair. It was the hair. Um, So she fell in love with him and decided that she wanted him, but then she saw that he was bound to another. Wonder who that could be. Hmm. And um, Zayling lives. So Sia decides she's going to uh, to take them apart, essentially, so that she can have Link to herself. And when she decides that, the light is driven from her, which then becomes Lana. So then um, they go and they fight Lana, which I don't know if you remember the weird, like, castle tower thing she's in. Kind of. Yeah, I'll talk about it later because it's not yet. Um, so they fight her at like a valley and um, she ends up stealing both Triforce pieces from Link and Zelda. So now she has all three. She has the entire Triforce assembled. And she has like a weird chit chat with Ganondorf at some point, but then she like locks him back away. Because he's like, oh, you you freed my my pieces of me. I mean, it's basically what he says. And um, so then they decide, okay, you know, we we don't have our pieces anymore. We got to figure out something else. So they go get the Master Sword. Well, also, like, at this point, like, the, the world gets, like, distorted to where, like, they're going into, like, different oh, right. versions that is before that. of the world. Yeah, that's before the Master Sword. So the world does get distorted. You have the Ocarina World, Twilight World, and Skyward Sword World. Mm-hmm. Everyone's favorite games. I mean, they're really good. <laughs> Twilight ends up having Lana meeting with Midna and Agatha mm-hmm. against Zant. And um, Ocarina has Impa, who does not trust Sheik, but Impa and Sheik going against, well... Darunia and Rudo, but then also a Princess Zelda in quotations, um, who ends up being uh Wizro. Yeah. That scene is real good though. It is real good. Um <laughs> We were talking about how it's like magical girlish, but also like you said Metal Gear Solid. It's 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 essentially the same thing as in Metal Gear Solid 2, because uh there is a part in MGS two where the uh, the bad guy for that uh, for that game, Solidus Snake, <laughs> the third twin from the Les Enfants Terribles project, uh, is like, "Hey, what's up? It's me, Solid Snake." And then the real Solid Snake comes in on a helicopter. He's like, "No, that's not Solid Snake," <laughs> and starts shooting him. It's basically I mean, the same. It's basically the same, except for like you said, there's there's a magical girl yeah. transition from Sheik to Zelda because she does that, and she's like. Oh, by the way, I'm Princess Zelda. What <laughs> up? <laughs> and then um, Skyward is Link, and he ends up meeting up with Fi mm-hmm. and going against Girahim and name. the Imprisoned, which people, I'm sure, have positive feelings about. Totally, right? Yeah. Wait, you, you have issues with the Girahim name? No, it just sounds like it's it's a it's a mouthful of a name. Well, Gearham's great. I can't wait to pay Skyward Sword so you know like his business. <laughs> um. So yeah, I missed that part. You you go into those worlds and um, then you get to go to get the Master Sword because everything's distorted and messed up because Sia has all the power. Mm-hmm. Um. 
there is a comment by Zelda, I think. And she says, you know, uh, I don't know if we should do this because the Master Sword is more than just a weapon. It might be Impa. The Master Sword's more than just a weapon. It's also a seal. Right. And everybody's like, LOL, it's okay. There's more to it, this temple than just that. So we'll take the sword. And they do. Which, um, where, is the, where is that established in like the actual series? Is that linked to the past? The seal? Yeah, or is that Ocarina? Um, it's not linked to the past. You could sort of say Ocarina, but he was more sealed in the, um, the sacred realm. So it's not so much that one. Uh, I just feel like that's been like a, a thing before in another game, but maybe I'm just, I'm crazy. I'm trying to think of all the times that we've dealt with the master sword and if it was a seal before. Maybe I'm just crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it. Um. So then they decide that they're going to go take on Sia, which is when we get to her her crazy mansion. And what's wonderful about this mansion, and wonderful in like the creepiest way, is that all the decor is Link in different variations. Oh right. Yeah. So she just has like pictures of Link in various like poses and facial expressions all around like the main room because this is where you fight like a bunch of dark links right yeah Yeah. well that's coming up um they have like wolf link and kid link and all kind which it's kind of creepy that she has kid link in there (laughs) but i mean she has all kinds of just link memorabilia everywhere which like same uh so this is one of my favorite things about this game is that Link has the Master Sword now and feels like he's invincible and becomes kind of like cocky and um, he's brash and impulsive. So he decides, you know, I had the Master Sword. I'm just going to go take care of this myself. And Sia latches on to like the negativity and forces out Dark Links. And Mm -hmm. so like the Dark Links start attacking him and everyone else. And I just think that's super cool because Link is usually like pretty perfect. Yeah, you don't and really so ever see that type of like characterization from him in any of the games, or uh, like, or like even him even thinking about like being that way in any sort of fashion. Right. So they have him like, like I said, flawed. They have him decide that because he has the Master Sword, that everything is going to be like a okay. And then that's used against him, which is, and against all his friends. That's so cool. It's almost an interesting critique on like the player as well, because that's usually how you feel when you get the master sword in those games. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm good. I can go and just destroy everything now. Mm hmm. And, and it's usually like the rhetoric of the games like, Oh, okay. I have this. Now everything's fine. I can go take on the ultimate evil and Mm -hmm. all that. But like, Link almost, uh, story-wise, what they say is Link almost dies because he got too cocky with having the Master Sword. It's which, one of, like... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say that, um, you know, if you're good at the game, then you're not going to die against Dark Links, but anyway. <laughs> right. I mean, unless you're me and you have, like, one pip of health and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Get in the corner and just stab. Uh, but anyways, like, I was... What was I going to say? Oh, it, like this is, like this is interesting characterization and storytelling on its own. But like, even more so, it, who would expect this from a Warriors game? That's what I was going to say. Is that like, you would never expect this level of characterization and storytelling from a Musou game, because we haven't gotten anything like this from a Zelda game. We've never gotten Link who is this flawed. Mm-hmm. And, like, the most that we ever get is, like, a very, very sleepy Link. I mean, who can blame him? I mean, same. (laughs) But this one shows him almost failing because of just who he is. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's wonderful. Yeah. I love it. It's real cool. It is really, really cool. Um, but also we get Ganondorf coming back at this point. <gasps> what? What? <laughs> Who would have thunk it? So I was just like, I, I kind of feel like an evil force here somewhere, and I'm not sure that it's Sia. I don't know. Who Let's could just keep it be? doing the battle. And, and, and then, like, Ganondorf shows up, and he's like, oh, guess what, guys? I came to join the party. <laughs> so then they flee through the Rose Garden. That's um, going to be painful. It is going to be painful. Tuxedo Master is going to be mad. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> there was something I was going to say. What was I going to say? I don't know. What were you going to say? You were like, man, running through rose bushes. Everyone's like real scared of Ganon. Like, oh, God, please help. These poor roses. They're well, getting trampled. Well, that's another thing that's really cool about these games is that you actually have several failures before you can ultimately take on Ganondorf slash Ganon. Um, because, like, they do lose their Triforce pieces, and then, like, they lose a battle against Ganon that ends up leading to, like, his storyline. But, like, you lose a lot. And mm -hmm. they, they do that in Breath of the Wild, too. You lose, technically. Yeah. Um, And I like that. I think it's really neat to show, like, this is a struggle as opposed to, like, all right, well, we have the Master Sword. It's all good. Woo! Yeah, exactly. Um. And you get to see some of his perspective, Ganador's perspective as well, which, like, he's a d so perspective is, you know, everybody is mine to do with what I please. But, um, I mean, it's crazy that, like, in the actual story mode, you have to fight and defeat Link. Once again, not something you would expect. No, no. Like, there's a, an entire part at Hyrule Field that, as Ganondorf, you have to take down at the same time Link and Zelda. And you do, because you have to. Um, but he has, like, Garahim and Zant on his side. And so you kind of get a little bit more of the um, perspective of, like, villainy. Right. Villainy? Sure. I don't know the correct word. Um, which then ultimately leads to, all right, everybody's going to get back together and... We're going to take Ganondorf down. So they have a counterattack against uh, Zant and Garahim. They lose. And then Zelda's like, okay, momentum. Let's go take on Ganondorf. And you get back to Hyrule Castle, like the first field that you're on in like the very first stage. Mm -hmm. But it's been completely obliterated and turned into... Ganon's Tower. Right. Which is very reminiscent of Ocarina. And um, this is when he turns into Ganon Ganon, like the big pig dude. Hey, it's me, Ganon Ganon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And you have to use like all the, the items from the game in order to defeat him. Like you have to throw bombs at certain points. You have to use arrows right, at certain points. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To do damage. Um, it can be a tough fight. And so that one is the the triumph. The ultimate triumph. Um, before I go into the Wind Waker section, I will say that you have two side bits. And one of those is Sia, uh, Volga, and Wizro. And that's basically just showing, like, how they led up to each event in the game itself. It's Wizro it's cool. debuting his new rap album. Oh, my God. Yo, 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 it's Wizro up in here. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> um, so you see, like, where she recruited them, and you see how, like, they defied her at certain points, and... How she was feeling about the the battles. It, it it's neat again, like villain perspective. And then you have Linkle. And then you have Linkle. <laughs> and so Linkle's entire story is that she was given a compass by her grandmother, 
And the compass is supposed to be for the chosen hero. And so when things start going bad, Linkle suits up with the compass and decides she's going to head to Hyrule and be the hero. Mm-hmm. And her entire story is basically her like running into people who need help. Well, also while not going the right, the right way. <laughs> not going the right way. Like every single time it like she wins, it shows on the story her holding a map and then she goes away from Hyrule Castle. Uh, and it's cute. She has her little made-up destiny. Uh, but then she actually does come in handy um, after the final fight with Ganon because she goes in and helps clean up everything. And Impa's like, we couldn't have done it without you. And she's like, see, I was needed. I am the hero. <laughs> Which is adorable. I, I really like Linkle. She's ridiculous. <laughs> she's got two crossbows. I mean, it's cool. I just unlocked her second weapon, too. Yeah. Yeah. And Which, both of those, I think... I know the Sia stuff was DLC, and I think the Legend stuff was... Um, I know Linkle was there, and then the Wind Waker yeah. stuff was from Legends. Yeah, I think that was all DLC as well. And so the Wind Waker story takes place post Ganon battle and essentially there is a rift that's been found again and Zelda and Impa stay behind but they send Link and he finds himself in um, basically the Wind Waker universe and so uh, I'm a cartoon now <laughs> <laughs> no it doesn't turn him into Toon Link unfortunately shame yeah and he meets Tetra who is having issues so he helps Tetra out and Tetra gets told us <laughs> stolen by the bird again. <laughs> and then you find out that um, Lana is still around and Lana is trying to find Sia because she doesn't feel like she's truly gone. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to find clues as to where she could have disappeared to or, you know, ways to get her back. And Lana runs into Tetra and the bird and they, they, Kill the bird. Rip bird. Yep. And so then they end up running into the King of Red Lions, which if you've played Wind Waker is a boat. Spoilers. Uh, it, <laughs> I think I think it's... If you haven't played Wind Waker by now, you're doing it wrong, but also I mean, like... True. You, you've lost your chance to not have spoilers on it. Uh, so he's a boat, but he's also the king. King boat. Which, like, if you have not played Wind Waker and then you play this and, like, the king turns into the king of red lions, then, like, that would be very confusing. Just a, just a tad. Uh, so he he's basically saying, like, there's still an evil in this world that we have to cleanse in order to make everything better and solve this rift. Uh, which then leads you to a battle against Phantom Ganon. Dun, 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 dun. Which is the really neat looking Phantom Ganon from Wind Waker. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you win that, then you beat the game and all the evil is obliterated and the rifts are all ended and saved. And that's the story, if it made any sense at all to you. Okay, so uh, where does this fit on the timeline? <laughs> I will fight you. <laughs> Which, I sent you a text message when I was playing this, I'm like, I don't understand why this is a canon, because, like, weirder stuff has happened in, like, actual canon games. Right. And I, I mean, they could totally just make this canon. I'm fine with that. But then they would have to add it to, like, the stupid timeline, and it would just be real dumb. Or, or they could just not have the timeline anymore. That's a great idea. Right? I mean, they've already kind of muddled the timeline with Breath of the Wild, so, like, just full-on muddle it with Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. Just make it, it even make more dumb. We're like, oh, you lost this battle. Well, that means this this timeline happens. <laughs> the ultimate Hyrule Warriors timeline. Yep. Oh, my God. The Hyrule Historia, it. Hyrule Legends, Hyrule Warriors edition. <laughs> um, But it is kind of fan service of just like, oh, yeah. hey, all these Zelda characters are thrown together. But at the same time, like it tells a fairly coherent story. 
with some interesting uh, twists and turns with our main characters that we usually don't see. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't usually play as Ganondorf and see what his motivations are, and we don't usually play as Zelda in any capacity. And Right. We don't usually play as a very flawed Link who demonstrates those flaws and almost loses. We get all that here. And we get ginormous boobies. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Which is one thing that's always weird to me. That, like, Lana and Sia are the same person. But Lana is, like, super pale and Sia is super tan. Lana has, like, a modest bust. And then Sia has those. And it's like, what? <laughs> how, how does that all average out? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what does that person actually look like? Lana has blue hair and Sia has white hair. How do you, how, how does that work? Like, how does that like, combine I, together? I don't know. That's it's what white or blue like, hair. If you combine it, all the features of these two women, what does that look like? A mess. <laughs> Probably. God. <laughs> Do you think there's anything? Because like, I mean, this this does run the gambit of the franchise, like we said. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that they didn't include that you wish they did in terms of like just characters or references to games or any sort of things like that? Well, I haven't gotten into the like further down adventure maps where you unlock some of the like newer DLC characters, like Ravio's in there mm-hmm. and um. What's his name? Linebeck is in there, I think. And so you get some really neat characters in there, but um, there is a lot sorely lacking from the earlier games, and that may have to do with some with like characterization issues. Right. But like you could have done maps from Zelda 2 and Link to the Past easy. Yeah, you could have. And they didn't. And so where, that's a where is my like dark haired Princess Zelda costume? Or like red hair Princess yeah. Zelda. Because like Where is my pink haired Link? Has, like, right? That'd be awesome. Especially like, even if it's just skin. Yeah, especially considering this is just a this is a fan service game. Like, why not go full bore with that stuff? Yeah, it or like um you know, you could have a playable character. If you could put Ravio in there, you could have put like Bunny Link from Link to the Past. Right. And like I think it's it's it, we were talking about this yesterday where like it's surprising that like it's not surprising that they put like a uh, young Link in this game. Right. But it is surprising that the representation that they used of that character is from Majora and not Ocarina. I was happy about that. I mean, I am too. I was- it's just incredibly surprising given the way that you know, everyone is so fervent about Ocarina, the the divisiveness of Majora, that they would go that route instead of just going the safe route and being like, oh, it's Kid Link from Ocarina. But um, one thing that I will say is that maybe they just had more to work with with Majora Link because young Link from Ocarina, it, it, he's just kind of there and he has a lot of the same, like, moves i guess as older link from yeah, ocarina true. but like majora has like the mask gambit which yeah. is or, i bet that's like the key thing is like oh we can put the masks in this game so mm-hmm. that's why we would use that version of the character instead which um i was playing a skull kid mm-hmm. last night and i was telling you that it's in terms of audio probably the most annoying character <laughs> because he fights with the, the ocarina so every time you press a button, he's hitting a, a note with Ocarina. So if you're pressing like XXXY, and it's like, do it, do it, do it, do it. And it gets really annoying really fast. And also the the fairies make noises as they're like floating along with him. Tattle and tail, so you yeah. Have, yeah, tattle and tail. You have the, the them making noises and the Ocarina <laughs> noises. and It's an audio question. It is, but he's such a good character. Like if you want crowd control... Skull Kid is your dude. I was kind of surprised that, like, in a in adventure mode, like you, it, when on the loading screen, you can like, you can hit buttons and it'll play the ocarina. Ocarina. I was surprised that like it didn't let you like do some of the combinations and like give you like a like a little neat bonus or something for like knowing some of the songs or something like that. That'd be cool. 
Why didn't you do that? I don't know. Like I was I was doing the song of time and I was like, nope, nothing. Bummer. Super bummer. Yep. Um You're done goofed. But I think they could have done more with like older skins. Um I was glad that they gave us like Zelda one and Zelda two basically of Link. So he's got like the swoopy eighties hair and like the brown hair and the no pants and all. But that's just of Link, though. It's like it's just of yeah. Link. So like, you know, it would have been cool to see like like you said the redheaded Zelda from Zelda Two or Link to the Past had like a pretty casual looking Zelda, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they they could have done more in terms of skins, and I'm kind of disappointed on that. Um, Put some of the weird characters from the Oracle games. <laughs> even as you know, even as we don't like those games, but like that would be interesting at least. They did put Marin from Link's Awakening in there, so that's yeah. kind of cool. Which is kind of surprising, really, that she's there. Right. Um, also, I'm kind of bummed that Tingle doesn't just like fight with maps. Oh, that would have been awesome. You should just have a repertoire of maps he just like beats you with. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he has a balloon. Which, that, that makes sense. Like, if, if you're not going to do maps, like, yeah, at least give him that. But still, like, should just have maps that he just beats you, over, beats you over the head with. That would be awesome. He is, like, the most awkward character to watch. Because, like, if you leave him standing there momentarily without any, like, any button input, he'll just, like, shake his butt back and forth. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, my dude? Please don't do that. I don't, I don't want to see that. But, I mean, otherwise you get some some neat stuff. Like, um, you know, I'm happy the Breath of the Wild outfits are in there. It would have been cool if they could have added, like, a, a character from that game into this, but no. Can you imagine if you had, like, Sidon and Hyrule Warriors? <laughs> Jesus. Tumblr would get so dehydrated. Oh, my God. They would get so dehydrated. But, yeah, like, one of those characters, like, one of the newer characters, that would be a, an interesting addition to this. Man, I was so mad because I scanned in Mifa thinking, like, I need to have an extra amiibo. So I just scan in her because I'm standing right here. Right. She gave me one rupee, and I'm like, never again, <laughs> Mifa. You're banned. One rupee. The only things that, like, the, the amiibos gave me was, like, I got two swords, and then I got some, like, Zora earrings. Oh, for the fairy. Oh, eh. I don't have a fairy yet, so. She's an adventure. Um, yeah, once you get, like, more weapons unlocked, like, once you get the second level of weapons... Those will, like, be more productive, most likely, then. Yeah, like, you can scan them in and get, like, 300 attack weaponry, which is wonderful. Makes sense. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, most recently, I think I got, like, 221, which isn't terrible, but you can get some really good stuff Mm -hmm. eventually. Um... I was bummed, though, because I was telling you that if you scan the Majora link, it just registers as Link Link. Huh. I was hoping that, like, they had redone that so that he would register as Majora and give you, like, another mask. That's a bummer. It's a super bummer. So I wonder if, like, 8-Bit Link and Toon Link are the same. Um, If you scan, like, Toon Link, then he will give you Toon Link weaponry. He didn't for me. But I was like, yeah, I didn't have him unlocked yet by that point. You have to unlock him. Because yeah. um, I've scanned, if I look at it now, I have Link, Toon Link, Zelda, Sheik, so what, uh, Wolf Link, which gives you um, Minda weaponry. Right. So, if I, so if I use Toon Zelda, would that give me something for her? Or because she's DLC, that wouldn't matter. I tried it and it didn't work. But, I mean, Toon Link was DLC. That's what I think of that. I tried it and it said that I had already scanned that amiibo after I'd scanned Zelda, so. (laughs) That's lame. Yeah. Do better. So, like. like, You know what would have been a cool map to see? Hmm. If they would have done, like, a Breath of the Wild map, but, like, do, like, the Hyrule Castle map. Ooh. And it would just have that theme playing, like a remix version Ooh. of that theme. Oh, that's one thing that's so good about this game is I love the soundtrack. Yeah. 
So, like, that's one of the A-plus things about Musou games is you get, like, the shredding guitar constantly. <laughs> and then, like, in this, you get shredding guitar plus Zelda music, and it's fantastic. True. Love it. And they do a good job of, like, just remixing, like, older tracks or at least making you remember, like, or, like, doing, like, doing them in, like, oh, we're going to shred to this song, but it's going to be in the style of, like, of an ocarina song or a twilight mm-hmm. song and all that sort of stuff, so... It's real good. It's so so pleasing. Uh, this made me remember, not not this specifically, but just talking about this game made me remember one of the things that I find very weird about this game is that there's no voice acting. Yeah, there's no voice acting, and all of the cutscenes are acted out like there is voice acting. <laughs> yeah, it's super strange. It's odd. Um. One character that I was really upset didn't make it into the DLC. Um, Because to me, it makes sense. And I'm glad that we got, like, Phantom Zelda, basically. But, um, what's his Burn or whatever his name is from Spirit Tracks. It's such a cool character, and he would have worked really awesome as as a Musou character. And they have, like, that Spirit Tracks map in the game, so... Yeah, like I said, I'm glad that we got like Phantom Zelda, but man, he's such a cool character, and he would have been rad in this, and they ignored him. Dung goofed. It's so rude. Why didn't they put it into the, the CDI characters then? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, what is what is her dang name? What is her name? The Princess from um, Link Between Worlds. I don't remember. She's just a skin, right? Maybe. I don't remember. I mean, I barely played that game, so. Hmm. Well, dang. <laughs> Well, the reason I was saying Burn would be cool is he's he's a villain, spoiler alert, but um he has like this really cool like gauntlet that mm-hmm. he fights with. And I mean like we have a gauntlet for Link, but it would be a unique and interesting like up close type of battle that you'd have to do cuz he's essentially fighting with his hand. It's kind of rad. But then you'd have another dude on the villain side, so I don't know how that would go. Apparently they there's like a they do a recolor of Zelda for like Link to the Past, which seems weird. Like just that the for Link to the Past or Link Between Worlds. A Link to the Past. What recolor did they do? They just recolored her like normal outfit to make it more, to make it more look like that. I guess at least this is what this this Wikipedia page is showing me. Um, I don't remember that. Huh. I really don't remember that. Is this blue and white one? Yeah. Uh, no, that's not okay. <laughs> Denied. Yeah, no, it's just not close enough. Because, I mean, she has a really cool dress in that one. It's super, I guess, plain comparatively. Yeah. But that's why I like it. And we got nothing. And like you said, we could have gone with Redhead Zelda and we didn't get that. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. They done goofed. Done goofed all around. Tragic. <laughs> So, I mean, there, there's some stuff that they could have done in there that they didn't. And that's yeah. the, it also could have been neat, um, even if they, I guess logistically it would have been difficult. But we have Tetra in there. Mm-hmm. And it would have been neat if there was some kind of way that they did like a Tetra Zelda transformation, like how Smash Brothers does like Sheik Zelda transformation. 
I'm not familiar with that. Not familiar with what? The Smash Brothers thing. Oh, in Melee, Zelda and Sheik were the same character. Oh, uh, okay. And, like, you could transform in the middle of battle, whether you wanted to be, like, magic-based Zelda or, like, the quick Sheik. Okay. And so it would have been neat to do with Tetra because she's, like, one of the only ones that transforms. And we already have, like, Sheik and Zelda as separate characters. Mm-hmm. So it'd be really, really rad for that, but they, they didn't do it. They just and I guess it would have been. Yeah. Uh, well, and, you know, they don't have, like, a Toon Zelda at all other than um, Phantom sure? Zelda. Well, that's kind of the same. I mean, I she's a descendant. Look, this game needed four dang versions of Zelda. Well, it's got what, Phantom Zelda, Tetra. She can she Zelda, Zelda. Zelda. Okay, I get it. How did Zelda get more characters than Link? <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking that like if there had been a button you could press as Tetra and just like do a, a transformation, it would have been really cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree with or you. Or even like her um her like force. Like when you press R and like it does like the force mode, mm-hmm. maybe that could have been like her Zelda and she just like throws magic or something to be rad. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't do that. How dare they? It's upsetting. But I mean, overall, I love this game and I'm going to go back to it after I read your piece. I mean, if you want, if you want Muso Legend of Zelda, this is it. Like it. It plays like one of those, like it's not a bad version of those or anything like that. It plays really well. And I mean, if you want to play this game and you like, for some reason you hadn't played it on the Wii U or the 3DS, like this is, this is the version to get the, the, the switch version, obviously mm-hmm. because it has, it includes everything and you know, it's going to look a little bit better, run a little bit better because better hardware and a lot of jazz. So they do say I it's mean, the definitive edition. Graphically, it is really pretty. Yeah. Um, I did have a few like running issues where I've had it crash twice. And I I would say that in handheld mode, it, like some of the text is kind of hard to read. Oh, I haven't played it in handheld. Well, yeah, I did play it in handheld mode today. <laughs> today. Like just just some of like the when you're, like you're trying to like look at like what a quest is telling you, like it's it's, it's small. <laughs> yeah, I could understand that. So that's like a little bit, but like other than that, like it's it's still run. It ran fine, you know, going from from docked to undocked and it's not, yeah i didn't have any issues with that it's cool to have a version of this game that runs okay on a on a handheld <laughs> has more than four characters on screen yeah, at one time exactly <laughs> so there you go i love this game al loves this game so much that she bought it three times it's true i would buy it again if they let me you would hmm? you would no, I'm saying I would, definitely. If that gave me Hyrule Warriors 2, I would buy that. So, like, there was the, um, we'll, we'll talk about this and then wrap up, but, like, there was the, the quote going around from one of the, the dudes behind uh, the Warrior series from Koei Tecmo, who was like, I want to do a Mario Musso. <laughs> and in that vein, considering, obviously, Nintendo has some partnership here, outside of Zelda and Fire Emblem, what would be, like, the next Nintendo franchise that you would like to see get, like, the Musou treatment? Oh. That's hard. Because I think that if you did a Mario one, it would be difficult, because they're not really going to give him, like, Musou-style weaponry. Like, I know that um, he got a gun in Rabbids, but... It Unless was, like, you turn to, like, a beat-em-up. A cartoony... But... It... Then it's not a Musou, really. Yeah. Um. Because hmm. it's hard to like think of games that could fit this archetype and also have a, the amount of characters to support it. Yeah, that's the issue is the amount of characters. Um, they would never do it in a million years. But they could totally do a Xenoblade. Because they have Xenoblade Chronicles Cross and 2 at this point. Do you think there's enough characters, though, to support that? I mean, each one has a cast, so mm-hmm. you'd have, like, the entire playable True. cast of 
one, two, and then the characters from Cross. Yeah. I wonder, though, if they wouldn't do that just because it's like it's not necessarily like them doing that game. Like it's not like oh, it a, a first party type thing. It's just the only one that comes to mind that right, has right, right, enough right. characters that would work. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm like looking at my my games right now, thinking like, what would work? And none of them really do. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I just don't see a Mario one happening. Yeah, it's, it's, it just seems like it would be hard to make that into like a Musou game. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, like Nintendo's kind of finicky about what Mario does. So, right. um, you know, the, having Mario running around with a sword isn't really going to fly, I don't think. Right. And you can't just give them all like cartoony guns because that doesn't work in terms of gameplay. You got to have a variety. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that there really is a franchise beyond these two that would work off the top of my head anyway. Um, like I said, Xenoblade, but Xenoblade would never, ever happen, ever. It wouldn't happen. I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that would really fit the style of game. Yeah, because, I mean, like, Metroid doesn't have enough characters. Bayonetta doesn't have enough characters. Animal Crossing Warriors. <laughs> Animal Crossing Warriors. Oh, my God. You could do uh, Pikmin Warriors. Yeah, I don't know. I got it. Okay. Nintendog Warriors. Oh my god. Fight with a power of cute and puppies. I think that's a sign that we need to wrap up. (laughs) (laughs) I destroyed you. You did. Good job. Uh so yeah, that's gonna that's gonna do it for this episode. Moral of the story, check out Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition out now for the Nintendo Switch. It's awesome. There's your there's your final word on it. I would give two thumbs up, but I'm currently holding a cat. Well, you could still have to give two thumbs up, just not physically. Yes. There you go. Because it's fantastic and I love it. Well, if you would like more from us, why don't you head on over to SeasonLamyCheckup.com or SAC.cool. You can find past episodes of this podcast, where we've also talked about Fire Emblem Warriors or just a butt-ton of other Zelda games. Yeah. And you can also find other podcasts as well, like the Season Lamy Checkup and Jared Now Watch, where this past week we just hit the penultimate episode of Salem and Crystal, and this forthcoming week we've reached the season finale. Wow. Wow. Wowie zowie. And then season two starts of Jared and Now Watch. Yeah. We've been teasing on the on the Twitters what our next one's gonna be. We have new show, new new show, different style of show, new uh, new feed, new feed. Yeah, that's all up there. So if you haven't resub or haven't subscribed to that feed, and you're like, "Whoa, where did everything go?" Like, it's because it's a new feed. Yep. So there, there's all that. Uh, you can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you want more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She has columns and reviews. Up there. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. It's where we do the Twitters. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. If you're like, wow, I these people really like Muso. We should give them a dollar. Then we'll be like, yeah, you should. Please. Because politeness works. Next week. could be something i have an idea it just depends on if a certain thing comes or not a certain thing from mm. japan i know what it is uh it, it yeah it just depends on if that comes this week or next week so but we, Which, could, we could probably still do it if it comes next week it's just we might have to push back recording a, a day or so 
Yeah. But, Which I don't, I don't have it coming. So, but you know, we could talk about. It. There, I'm getting three games with that package, so we could talk about a one game you've played. It's true. That we technically have not done an episode about yet. We've only done it in a uh, retrospective aspect, but not technically done it as a full episode. How have we not done that? We haven't done any of the games as like full episodes yet. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. We haven't. Which is oh, Ralph, buddy. Big yawns. Big yawns indeed. <laughs> That's how you know it's about time to wrap up, but you know, next week we should, uh, why don't we dance all moon star night? Let the dog dance. Let the dog dance and talk about all those dang persona dancing games. Cause I'm spending a bunch of money to get all those games. <laughs> yeah, I'll spend it when they come here. I mean, you, you'll probably spend it on one of those games. Let's be real. Maybe. Okay, but I'll get three. Well, yeah, obviously that one. What else were you gonna say? I was saying like you may not, you may not get five, but also you like that soundtrack, so. I like the soundtrack, yeah. and I like Futaba. Yeah, that's true. So and I go. like Yusuke to an extent. So yeah, most likely next week we're gonna talk about the dancing games because those new ones come out in Japan. Have come out in Japan by the time this goes up and. You know, we can also talk about Dancing All Night since that's also something that you've played. So it won't just be me talking to you for an hour. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll be playing Atome. Oh, yeah. Atome. There's another Atome coming out. So, yeah. Big things are popping. <laughs> so we'll reconvene and talk to you next week with, with some stuff. We'll get our boogie on. Boogie? There you go. That's the word. <laughs>